powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Lincoln, 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 Bobingan, Bonana, Fana, Bobingan, Fee, Fine, Momingan, Lincoln. They say this cat Lincoln is a bad mother. We're just talking about Lincoln. Welcome to 1230 WDBZ. We are the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, the Lincoln Ware Show, till 1 o'clock this afternoon, and we got a lot going on around the tri-state, the nation, and the world. We, we got to let that music play a little longer. <laughs> just, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, just let it ease on out. All right. Uh, boy. Here we go again. A father arrested after a handgun was found in his three-year-old's backpack at school. How does this stuff happen? Can somebody just tell me? How does the father's gun get in the backpack of the kid? And he takes it to school. And... I just don't understand it. I just don't understand it. How does this stuff happen? It's just, it's beyond me with these parents, with these guns, why they just let them, I just don't know. Now, they didn't say whether the kid put the gun in the backpack or the father did, but still, the father was arrested and... He should go to jail. Boy, I feel sorry for the people who were on the grand jury in Atlanta. The Donald Trump grand jury. They've got a law in Georgia that you can't conceal the grand jurors' names. They have to be public. That's a law in Georgia. And so now these people's names are public and uh, the QAnon and right-wingers are threatening them and putting up their businesses where they live and everything. And now they they better be careful. These fools will come and shoot them. Those Trump people are fools. They're crazy as hell. Crazy as hell. Unbelievable. Put the names and addresses online so any idiot with a gun who thinks Trump has been treated unfairly will go and take pot shots at him. How crazy is that? (laughs) Oh, boy. Unbelievable. I can't believe somebody on Facebook Live said, does Angel have on a onesie? <laughs> Jeez. Y'all ain't never seen a romper before. <laughs> These fools are crazy, I'm telling you. Some people just don't know what to say on Y'all Facebook. Y'all the goddamn fashion police. They don't Y'all know like what to say on. on Facebook. They don't know what to say. They don't know what to say. They don't know what to say. They just say anything just to say something. Uh, Jamar Chase, man. I tell you, those one-night stands, 
Then who's that? Jerry Butler? I think he had a song out called, oh, no, the OJs, One Night Affair. Those one night affairs, if it's with the wrong person, can wreak havoc in your life, as Jamar Chase has found out. Uh, apparently had a little one night fling with the lady out there in California, Amber Hunter is her name. She's been threatening him and his mother after he refused to continue their relationship after a single night of romance back in 2021. Uh, the harassing has been reckless and defamatory. They even put Chase's phone number. She even put Chase's phone number and his mother's phone number on her Instagram. People have been calling Chase, begging for money and all kind of crazy stuff. It's just. And I saw a picture of the girl and, you know, she she reminds me of a Kim Kardashian type. She's about the same complexion as Kim Kardashian and she's got the thin waist and the big booty looks like she's had had it enhanced maybe I don't know I mean you're a young football player she would catch your eye and uh but you, you if you were older you would know she's a gold digger you know she looks like a gold digger so Man, what can you say? But man, the bingo and this uh, mixing trial, this is not a murder trial. Why is this trial taking so long? This is just crazy. Some murder trials don't take this long. We're in the fourth day of this trial. And the lawyer's. Money, it's, they're still on the clock. Pretty soon, Mixon's whole, you know, and then he took a, didn't he take a, didn't he negotiate something lower to stay around? I'm not sure. But pretty soon, his whole year contract would be eaten up by the lawyers. Shiverdecker and Croswell. They'll eat up that contract in a minute. Yeah. Uh, in Camp Pendleton, U.S. Marine has been charged with sexual assault weeks after a missing 14-year-old girl was found in the barracks at Camp Pendleton. And I'm wondering, how did they sneak her in in the barracks? Did they think she was a uh, Female Marine or what? I don't know. She's 14 years old, and he's in big trouble. He's in big trouble. The question is, I can't believe this, that anybody would even think of this. When I saw it, I was just scratching my head. Will Marjorie Taylor Greene be Donald Trump's 2024 running mate? She says it would be an honor. But I can't believe. Well, if he wants to win the state of Georgia, he might just do it if she was his running mate. I'm not sure. Could he do it? Then we'll have two fools at the White House. Two fools at the White House. Oh, my goodness. I, <laughs> you might want to consider leaving the country if Marjorie Taylor Greene is the vice president. 
But I just have so much hope in America that there's no way America would elect Donald Trump as president again. I just have so much hope. I know it's a bunch of fools out there that follow Trump, but I don't think it's that many of them out there that would reelect this guy to president of the United States. And Lord help us if Marjorie Taylor Greene is his vice presidential running mate. Lord help us. Oh, boy. Lord help us. Well, uh, seven Las Vegas strip hotels reported for bed bugs. That's right. Bed bugs in, in Las Vegas. You're going out there, Caesar's Palace, Planet Hollywood, Circus Circus, Palazzo, and Tropicana. Oh, also the MGM Grand and the Sahara are among the list of hotels with recent reports of bed bug bites. Man, the records show complaints at two Caesars Entertainment properties, bed bugs found at Planet Hollywood in June, and someone bitten while staying at Caesars Palace in January. And when you go to these hotels, see, I, I, I consider myself a bed bug expert. And so when you go to these hotels, the first thing you do is take the sheet, pull the sheet back off the mattress and look for little brown spots. Look for little brown Spots there along the rim of the mattress. That's where they hang out. That's where their feces is and you everything. You want to really check the, the crevices, like the yeah. where the seams meet. Right And there's right like there. overlapping um, yeah. like fabric or something. You got to check those places. That's where you check. And if the chair, you know, they have a little desk somewhere. If the chair is a cloth, you got to check the, that right there on that cloth on the chairs. Got to check the headboard. There's another. If the headboard is cloth, uh, yeah, you got to check that too. Headboard and mattress are the first things. And then try to uh, live out of your luggage. You know what I mean? Don't <laughs> lay stuff around on the bed and the floor. Yeah, make sure there's like yeah. some kind of table or something where you can sit stuff on top of. Yeah, because uh, that's a shame. You. you can't even travel comfortably anymore. And that's where. When uh, when I was with uh, All Gone Pest Control and I had my bed bug dog, uh, most people would get the bed bugs from traveling. From traveling. So, yes. Watch out. They, they just don't go away. All right. Ohio has expanded property tax exemptions and what you need to know they're going to hey uh was uh let's see they increased the price of what you could make to get a, to get into the homestead program uh Ohio's homestead exemption is a discount on your property taxes that allows those who qualify to exempt a certain amount of their home's value from being taxed it's $25,000 for seniors and $50,000 for disabled veterans. Those amounts haven't increased since 2007. 
Yeah. So now they're increasing that amount and it's 27,000 now for seniors and for veterans it's up to 54,000. I think the I got the Hamilton County auditor coming in to talk about those uh tax increases and tax bills and the uh, evaluation on your home. So she'll be in, I think, at in, uh, maybe between 1030. Let's see here. She's coming in soon. I know that. She's coming in. Uh, I'll find it in a minute. But, yeah, she's coming in today. 1030 she's coming in. Yeah. 1030. Bridget Kelly. Bridget Kelly. So if your home has been reappraised and it's higher than you think it should be, she'll tell you the process to get somebody out to check to see if it's right or wrong. There's an appeal process. And we'll go over that coming up. Oh, boy, I, I didn't see the text that she said give her an address. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> oh, boy. Unbelievable. Okay, here. Yeah. Uh, I can't I can't text and talk. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can't do it. I, I There's no telling what I will text. Yeah. All right, there we go. 705 Central, second floor. Where you got it? Where you got it? So she'll be here. I know there's a lot of people concerned about their property taxes. Yes. And see, that's what this show is for. We try to get you the information that you need, you know? None of this black lion, pink people. You, the reality is you got taxes, you got to pay them. And you need information on if you, you think they value your home more than what it should be and you're paying extra property taxes, there's an appeal process. That's the stuff people need to know, black lion. That's the stuff people need to know. Not all your craziness. Well, the pink people did this, and the pink people did that. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. Get a life. Get a life. A uh, couple other things. Uh, I saw an opinion in the inquiry here. It says, uh, building affordable housing is not so easy. <laughs> yes. And I believe there's a gap of 31,200 housing units for extremely low-income households in Cincinnati and Hamilton County. Yeah. And it's a very tight housing market, driving up costs for both the renters and homeowners. The need for quality, affordable housing is well documented. And recent local efforts suggest that there are willing partners and increasing amounts of funding to solve the problem. But it's not that easy. Not that easy. The answer is complex and requires understanding history, math, and current conditions. How about that? All right, I'm going to try to find the 
writer of this and uh, see if we can get both of them in. Joe Huber and Luke Blocker wrote this opinion section, and they were pretty straightforward with it. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back. It's the Lincoln Ware Show, 1230, The Buzz. Yeah, it's on... uh My mic. 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon. Where's the real Terrence Howard? I think he was in here. I don't know what's happening here. All right. Uh, just reading some stuff on Facebook Live. Yeah, we uh, Channel 9 had the story on uh, Jeff Pastor, and uh, it seems like his plea deal could fall apart. If he doesn't pay the court what he owes the court and uh, the uh, property taxes, they're putting his house up for sheriff sale and all kind of problems. Remember his boss bought the house there? Yeah, man. So I don't know what's going to happen with um, with that. Jeez. Pastor faces two years in prison and owes taxpayers 117 after public corruption scandal. And I guess he was supposed to pay that uh, uh, 15000 or 20000 back that he got. Yeah, the $15,000 bribe, supposed to pay that back. And just all kind of problems for Pastor. So we'll see what happens. Man. All right, 749-1230-513 is the area code. Lincoln, we're with you. Let's go downtown to the Crime Stopper headquarters and check in with my good friend, Lisa Baker. Lisa Baker, how are ya? I'm great, Lincoln, where Lincoln, you said it first when you talked about Kiki Palmer and her, her the father of her yes. child. What did you say was going to happen? Uh, what did I say? I said they were going to divorce. I don't think uh, they're married. Oh, I think you go- said... You was like, oh, he's not going to be around too much longer. Right, right. <laughs> so now they're split, right? I don't know if they're split, but I can tell you this, Lincoln. The Kiki Palmer and Usher boyfriend video Hilarious. is fire. Have you, you watched know, that I, You know, I saw something on, I was at the TV station last night, and something popped up on Entertainment Tonight about them. So Usher has a new song out, and, you know, after all the situation that yes, happened with the boyfriend yes, on the internet yes. and all of that stuff, I guess it was his bright, somebody's bright idea for her to like be in the video, and part of the lyrics for the actual uh, song is something like, "I heard your boyfriend was looking for me," <laughs> oh, <laughs> something geez. like that. Oh, and, and he goodness. say, "If he want to find me, I'll be anywhere you are." <laughs> oh my <laughs> Basically, goodness! Basically, just look for her, and you'll find oh, me. Oh <laughs> my goodness! I know he's leaving now. <laughs> Jeez. It's a cute video. She looks great in the video. Yeah, I, I, I liked it. I, I, was, I meant to watch it when I got, I forgot all about watching it when I got home. I was uh, watching the the Wonder Years and, and the Wonder Years. Yeah, you you don't watch the Wonder Years? Oh, that's the best show on TV. Okay. Miss <laughs> Lisa, somebody wanted to know when was Shred Day again? Shred Day is September the 9th. Saturday, September the ninth. At every single furniture fair location. All right, every I got I got furniture. some stuff to Get shred. Get there early because the lines be long. I know, especially the co rain long line. Okay, I think I'll go to Route Four. Route Four. I yes. think that's where the police chief's gonna be. She's gonna be hanging out out. All there. right. Well, I'll have to see Thiji. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, Booker to come on my show. How about that? How about that? Lincoln, <laughs> we're looking for two people today. The first one, Joseph Cole, who's wanted for a felonious assault, accused of assaulting the victim with a knife and a meat cleaver. Ooh. Joseph Light is a white male, 48 years old, 5'11", 160 pounds, and he frequents the Clifton and District 3 area. That's Joseph Light. We're also looking for Darrell Turner, who's wanted on two counts of trafficking and drugs. Darrell Turner is a black male, 35 years old, 5'7", 270 pounds, has a history of drug charges, last known to live on Clifton Colony in Clifton. So if any of your listeners know where detectives can find Joseph Cole or Darrell Turner, give Crime Stoppers a call, 513-352-3040. All right. Sounds good to me. Uh, did you decide, if, oh, are you running or are you walking? <laughs> Lincoln, what's the details for for, for the Black Family Reunion Walking Club? Well, just so You be, might try to work me there. No, you might be you, expecting me look, to direct traffic. No. Next thing you know, I'm really working. Be there by 9.30, 9.45. We, we're going to give out candy to the kids along the route, and uh, we'll give you the candy to give out, and that's it. Okay. That's it. Not a hard walk because, you know, they stop and start, stop and start, you know. So it'll be easy. All right, Lincoln Wear. I think you'll come out better with the Lincoln Wear Walking Club than you will going to Indianapolis and running in a 5K to get some tickets to see the coach play. <laughs> well, it's another 5K, too. Mason's Jeez. got a 5K. Oh, my goodness. I got to represent black girls run, Lincoln. Unbelievable. All right. Bye. We'll talk to you. Unbelievable. Yeah, oh, jeez. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Lincoln, we're with you. And I believe we'll take a break, and then we'll come back. 1230, The Buzz. Twelve thirty, WDBZ. The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln Ware with you till 1 o'clock this afternoon. And in the studio with me, the Hamilton County Auditor, Bridget Kelly, is with us. And Bridget, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. And uh, you, we were just talking about somebody called in the other day, said they had received their uh, appraisal for their property from the county. And I'm like, I haven't received mine yet. Uh, so you don't send them all out at once. We don't send them all out at once because we want to make sure that if people have questions, yes. that our staff is able to answer those. So we always want to provide the highest level of customer service yes. to taxpayers in the county. So those tentative value notices have started going out, and everyone in the county should receive theirs probably by the end of the month. Okay, okay. Now, if you don't like what you see, you know, <laughs> and uh, maybe they overappraised it or under. Is there an appeals process? Well, the interesting thing is if people's value go up, they're not yeah. always happy with us. And if their value goes down, they're not always happy yeah, with I us. Yeah, I know. So I'm trying to figure out how do we win in this? How do we deliver yes, good news yes. to people? So the good news is it's a tentative value. So it's something that we've been working on both with our appraisal staff as well as with a contractor. And so, one, make sure your information is correct on that tentative value. Mm -hmm. Notice the number of bedrooms, et cetera. People will be able to see their final value on our website at HamiltonCounty.com. 
auditor.org at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And if people think we missed the mark on that, then they can file in the Board of Revision. Okay. okay. And so you can only file in the Board of Revision according to state law between January 1st and March 31st of every year. So it'll be January 1st, 2024 to March 31st of 2024. And on our website, hamiltoncountyauditor.org, just click on the Board of Revision. You can see more information about that process. Okay, okay. Now, uh, by the way, folks, if you have questions, 749-1230 uh, from the Hamilton County Auditor's Office. What what does the Auditor's Office do, first of all? What what do you do down there? I know Dusty Rhodes didn't do a damn thing, but <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But what do you do there? Well, the Auditor's Office is tasked with a number of responsibilities. So we're the Chief Financial Officer for the county, the Chief Payroll Officer, the Chief Property Assessor. We work in weights and measures to make yes. sure, you know, when you go to the gas station yes, that yes. your gallon is a gallon. I haven't seen your name yet. I'm still looking for it. Is it up there? We have a small but mighty team who is going out to yeah. test. All the all the pumps and change machines and scanners in the county. So our weights and measures team is amazing. Okay. Um, and then we also do things like we administer the homestead tax credit, owner occupied tax credit. So we have a myriad of responsibilities. But with the reappraisal, we also um, act really as an agent of the state. So the state tells us when to do it, which is every six years. They tell us how to do it, which Mm -hmm. is you have to take a uniform approach to every parcel of property in Hamilton County, of which there are 350,000 in case anyone is counting. And they approve our values. So the state tells us when to do it, how to do it, and whether or not we've done it, you know, to yeah. their standards. So that has been, you know, yeah. an interesting process uh, going through the reappraisal this time. Now, say if somebody fixed up their house, you know, put a new kitchen in, new bathrooms, <clears throat> but you don't know about it. So how does that play into <laughs> the, the, the whole thing? Well, sometimes we can see permits. We are we yeah. do view every parcel of property for yeah. the reappraisal, but it's a little bit different than if folks are trying to get a loan. So we don't go in and examine every nook and cranny. Yeah. So we try to find information on permits. Mm-hmm. We try to find information on the MLS. So if folks are selling their homes, it'll tell you everything. Yeah. Another source of information that's a trust but verify is we get a lot of correspondence from neighbors Ah. in our office. And you would be shocked to know the number of folks that will write in anonymously, sometimes send us an email and say, hey, my neighbor just constructed a garage or, you know. Really? You might want to check this finished basement out. What? (laughs) They they actually do that. Yes. Yes. We get a lot of love letters (laughs) from around the community. And so our real estate staff will follow up with those because people don't always pull permits. Right, right, right. Or, you know, follow things. Or they'll say, why is my value so high? And it's like, well. You got on right. the MLS and talked right. about you pulled out walls and you yeah. redid yeah. this yeah. and you redid that. So. so neighbors snitching on neighbors when they do stuff. <laughs> that was a surprising thing. I've only been in office since right. March. And uh-huh. so that was a surprising thing when I first started was that amount of correspondence. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, and so you, you, there, what about how high houses have been lately? And, you know, uh, some of these houses sell for a lot more than what they've had because people just wanted them. They, you know, and does that, that's going to raise the value of those houses around also without 
question. Absolutely. So that and that definitely impacts the values. Yeah. So our job in the auditor's office, we work in values, not in taxes. And so with a crazy real estate market, a strong real estate market, a robust real estate market like we've had, mm-hmm. it definitely impacts the values because we think one of the best indications of values is how much somebody's yeah. willing to pay mm-hmm. for a house. And so that's part of all of the information that comes into us um, in the auditor's office and certainly something that we consider. And that's something that's not only happening in Hamilton County, but is happening all around the state. And I know some of your listeners might have seen what's happening in Butler County and in Claremont County. And so while we're reappraising every parcel of property here in Hamilton County, yeah. they're in what's called the triennial update, which is also mandated by the state. And so what they do is just take into account all the sales and do a statistical update so that it's a better reflection okay. of the market. Now, uh, this tax abatement that the city does, uh, how are you involved in that? Uh, We apply the tax abatements from the city of Cincinnati and other municipalities, Mm -hmm. but we don't have any say-so in creating that policy. Mm -hmm. You know, we we don't have big feelings about that kind of stuff. We just apply it as they direct us to. Okay, okay. So so then they're exempt from... So uh, abatement policy is yes. not a responsibility of the auditor's office. Th- there you go. Right. Not to create it, <laughs> only to apply it. Right. So to if apply. Yeah. folks have you know, concerns about abatement policies, they should mm-hmm. definitely contact their local elected officials to talk mm-hmm. to them about that. Now, what are the, uh, the most questions you get down there at the auditor's office? What do people call in complaining about? Well, people don't always call us to complain. Sometimes uh-huh. they call us, you yeah. know, to, <laughs> to ask questions. And so one thing for your listeners, uh, there's an FAQ section on our website at HamiltonCountyAuditor.org that people can see. So uh, we have people asking a lot of times for blueprints and deeds. Um, we don't do blueprints. Um, yeah. There's a wealth of information on our website that people can access easily. People also ask lots of questions about property taxes. Yes. So, yes, you know, in our office, we work in values, not in taxes. The treasurer's office works in in taxes. But we do like to try to provide people with the tools that they need to figure out an estimate of what's happening. So the auditor's office does not raise your taxes. For the record. Do you have anything to do with the homestead? We do have something okay, to do Okay, tell us about the homestead. homestead. I think that has increased on how much you can make to qualify for homestead. Yeah, so the homestead program is actually a program that's administered by the state of Ohio. And people are generally eligible if you're 65 or older, fully disabled, or have a household income of and or have a household income of $36,100 or less. Mm -hmm. And so essentially it is a credit on the first uh, $25,000 to $50,000 worth of taxes that you would have otherwise spent on your house. So it's uh, roughly $600 to $800. And the legislature has increased that. They voted to increase that and index it to inflation. Um, And I'm not sure the exact date that that will be effective. Uh, We also do the owner-occupied tax credit for people who live in and own their houses, which is a credit of up to 2.5%. Okay. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Uh, if you have any questions, ask now, not when she leaves. Uh, <laughs> I wanted you to ask her, you know, if we got people. And then they're asking questions. If Facebook Live folks, just call in and ask your question because I can't see them all. They're popping so fast. They're moving along. Here You'll so just fast. have to have me back if you get lots of questions. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, now, uh, so the Homestead Act has gone mm-hmm. up. Uh, 
and disabled veterans are included in mm-hmm. that also. Okay. Yep, and you can actually look on our website um, at hamiltoncountyauditor.org and check out the application for Homestead. Or if you have questions, if you might be eligible, um, we have experts in our office that can walk you through all that and the document, the okay. supporting documentation. But it's a tool mostly for established folks in our communities to be able yep. to stay here. So, um, I mean, I think one thing, we've had a lot of interest in the Homestead program especially in talking about what's happening with the reappraisal. But I think one thing that's really important for Mm -hmm. your listeners to know is just because your property changes in value by a certain percentage – doesn't necessarily mean your property taxes will change by oh, that certain okay. percentage. Well, some people are saying, oh, the property tax is going to go up 40% <laughs> and all this stuff. Yeah. So let's say, for example, Lincoln, that your house increases in value by 10%. That does not necessarily mean that your property taxes will increase okay. by 10%. The way that levies are structured in the state of Ohio is that they're guaranteed to generate a certain amount of money. And levies are decisions that communities make for themselves about what they want to invest in. So if they're guaranteed to generate that certain amount of money, they'll do it regardless of if values are going up, staying the same, or go down. So it's possible your value could go up and your taxes go up. It's possible your value goes up, your taxes stay roughly the same. It's possible your value goes down and your taxes go up. Because of the way that we fund levies in the state of Ohio. so And if folks get on our website at the end of the year, once you have that final value notice, and that'll be in December, you can look at the tax distributions tab on your parcel of property once we know what's happened with the levies, the effective tax rate, and that'll give people a ballpark estimate of about what their property taxes will be. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back and answer some questions here. Wayne, Anthony, and others holding on. We'll get to you. 1230, The Buzz. 1230 WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln, we're with you. In the studio, Hamilton County Auditor, Bridget Kelly. I have to make sure I say Kelly instead of Bridget Doherty. You know how, you know how, could you turn her mic on? Say that again. We've been confused for one another. I know, for years, I know, so I know. Okay. I want to say Bridget Doherty, you know, Bridget <laughs> Kelly. It's Bridget Kelly, Hamilton County Auditor. And uh, have you run across any gas stations that's not giving you quite a gallon of gas our lately? Wa- our weights and measures team is out testing pumps all over the place. And if we actually find a pump that is not giving folks what they're paying for, we'll shut it down really? until it's remedied. Okay, Absolutely, okay, because. Okay. People should be able to know that their gallon is a gallon. You know, we can't test for fuel quality yet because the legislature won't let us. So you can't tell whether it's 89 or 92 or whatever. You don't know. They could be fooling you. Well, you know, everybody, the the gas companies would say, oh, we tested ourselves, so it's okay. But we are not permitted. uh, We're not permitted to do that in the auditor's office yet. But hopefully somebody in the legislature will reintroduce that uh, piece of legislation so we can get back to work on that. You know, you drive a BMW or something, you put that 94 octane in there, and it costs like $4.80 right now a gallon, (laughs) something like that. So you want to make sure you're getting that. Yeah, I'm just glad my Buick runs on regular oh, unleaded. Okay. You're Buick. Okay, all right, Buick. <laughs> Let's see, you look like an unclave woman. Uh, not quite. I drive a Buick LaCrosse. LaCrosse, okay, it. okay. Car, you love the car, okay. You're still, you're one of the few people still driving cars. <laughs> I am. Uh, old habits die hard. <laughs> all right. Let's go to Wayne. Wayne, you have a question for Bridget Kelly. Oh, yeah. I'm 100% service-connected disabled veteran from Vietnam, Simplify, Lincoln. Simplify, Simplify. And uh, I just got the uh, reappraisal letter 
and my uh, uh, turn uh, your radio down if you can. It's confusing. Oh, okay, let me. It's confusing. Yeah, let me move it. Okay. Um, I just got my reappraisal letter and my uh, current mark, market value or tentative market value has gone from eighty-five five to one hundred thirty thousand dollars and eight hundred forty. Hundred thirty thousand eight hundred forty, and uh, that's about a. 65% increase. I've been paying about uh, about 1600 a year in uh, property taxes. And they claim I get the uh, veterans discount, but uh, I'm just wondering how my evaluation could go up almost 65% in one year, and uh, what can I do about that? I mean, as far as uh, taxes are concerned. Well, first of all, thank you for your service. My husband's a Marine, so he would, you know, be very disappointed if I didn't mention that. Um, and thank you for your service, and thank you for the question. So a couple things. When we go through and reappraise properties, we are reporting on the market, and we use a mass appraisal approach, which the state directs us to do. So we have to value every property in the county uniformly. So that means we've got to view every property, take a photo, photo of it. We compare your house to other similarly situated houses to try to come up with the most accurate number that we can. So uh, I know you said that you were on the homestead program, so that's a, a first start. But we won't be able to tell you exactly what your taxes will be or what the potential impact of that is going to be until the end of the year because there are different levies on the ballot in November. And so until we know that and until we know the effective tax rate from the state we really can't give people our best estimate yeah. until later this year and that notice you got is just your tentative value notice so it could still it could still change so make sure all the information on that letter is correct your bedroom count uh, etc but we won't know again until the end of the year with your final value with what levies have passed with what the tax rate will be in terms of a better estimate for and what just because the value be. of his house went up doesn't mean that his taxes will go up that's that's exactly uh, true. Uh, uh. <laughs> what? That's true. That's what she said. Yeah. No, that is true. The way that taxes are calculated in Ohio is levies are guaranteed to generate a certain amount of money. So even when we saw, you know, when housing went was lower, like during the recession, those levies were still guaranteed yeah. to generate that same amount of money. So you had folks who were losing value in their house and their taxes went up because they were still, you know, having to fulfill the obligation. Obligations yeah, that the um, voters agreed yeah. to in mm -hmm. passing those levies. So, and it's also important to know the treasurer collects and bills for taxes, and she has some programs in her office to provide folks a little bit more flexibility. So, um, that would be uh, Jill Schiller's yeah, office. Yeah, I think she you can pay taxes monthly. Correct. Through her, yeah. Correct. Yeah, well, I was wondering, are there any other deductions besides that standard deduction? Uh, you can also check and see um, if you have the owner occupied credit, and that is if you own and live in your house, you may be eligible for that. And that's up to two, two and a half percent uh, credit. And if you have access to the internet, you can just look up your property on our website and there will be a spot where you can see if you get the owner occupied tax credit. All right, Wayne. Quick, quickly, one more thing. Lincoln mentioned yesterday uh, the, uh, the potential that um, people who are who live alone in their house and they're uh, 
uh, have occupied it for quite some time. Uh, would they be, would they do know anything about them getting a uh, uh, at least a credit or break in the future? Uh, say elderly people who uh, can no longer. Um, who are living alone and, and, and they're uh, pretty stressed. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. I, I know what you're talking about. I mentioned, I know PG Sittenfeld was going to try to uh, have a tax cap on seniors. You know, they only pay so much, but he never did get a chance to fulfill that. But uh, that's what he was talking about. Yeah, and I don't know if anything like that is being considered in some of the local jurisdictions. I'd imagine that might have to be something that's yeah. done in the legislature. Yeah. Yeah. So that might be a question for yeah. your state rep or state senator. Yes. All right, Sister V. Lincoln, where are you doing? And to your guest. Pretty good. What's up? A couple of two questions. One, can she expound a little bit more on the um, homestead? Does that include elderly and disabled? I know she mentioned income. Yeah, if you're 100% uh, disabled or 65 and older, uh, plus with the income limitation of $36,100 per household, you may be eligible. Okay. And the other one is um, why, I guess we're trying to figure out, like, why do you all have a um, system set up, I guess, where people can snitch on other people? <laughs> and I'm sure the, <laughs> I'm sure the purpose was... Uh, good, well, well intentioned, but um, you know it does come can come become problematic for people. I know people that that's happened to, and they were above board, and of course it didn't make didn't make them feel good as far as neighbors was concerned that this is happening. So, do you remain anonymous? Do you all get back with the person that made the complaint to let them know that their permits are good? So, I'm going to hang up and listen. Those are two questions I had. Thanks, Lincoln. Thanks for your call. Yeah, thanks for the question. Well, sometimes we get anonymous correspondence for folks, and we don't just get that stuff in and automatically change it. We do verify it, but, you know, there are a lot of folks in our community who don't pull permits when they do substantial renovations Mm. to their house, and so we might find out about it through the M through a house that's listed on the website that, you know, we might have one way. And then as it turns out, somebody sank a ton of money into it and totally rehabbed it. Uh, We get our, you know, dear neighbor letters. And so we verify all of that stuff um, through our professional real estate staff. And I think something else that's interesting. So we have our full reappraisal that we're in now, which Mm -hmm. is every six years and in our triennial increase. So outside of that, really the only times that we're allowed to change values is if there's new construction, mm-hmm. which can include substantial renovations in a house. I mean, if you change a faucet in your kitchen, yeah, no, that's, that's not, not going to yeah, count. Yeah. But if you're knocking down walls or yeah. building new structures, then that yeah. could count as new construction okay. um, or a couple other sort of very nuanced circumstances. But other than that, your value only changes in those three-year cycles. So sometimes it can take a while to catch up yeah. with that stuff. So you may have folks that purchase a house, you know, in the summer of this year, and it might not catch up with their values until our triennial update in 2026. All right, Anthony, you have a question real quick. Yes, I got twofold for the veterans and the elderly. Is there uh, anything on the 513, Hamilton County 513 bus to help people in the neighborhoods when, when the bus comes out? With, you know, the elderly and doing the paperwork and everything. Also, can you file that on the Internet? Because some elderly are not mobile and, you know, it's a hard time trying to get downtown and all that kind of stuff. So, 
Uh, thank you for the question. It's actually really timely because Commissioner Reese and I were actually talking about this and yesterday. She's coming in later on today. She's coming in after you. She'll be here after you. So, yes. Yeah. So we were actually just talking about additional resources that we could provide to um, ensure that they're on the bus. So things that we've been talking about, like the reappraisal process, mm-hmm. um, the homestead credit owner occupied, and whether or not we might be able to have some folks um, to be on the bus to answer questions for people in the community. So your question is uh, very well times. And I think your second question was about whether you have to file the Homestead stuff on the internet. Uh, Actually, if you contact our office, you can either download the application from the website or we've had people email us and say, hey, I don't have a printer. Can you send me this application? The answer to that is yes, we can. With the Homestead application, you do need to um, either mail or hand deliver it to us because there's supplemental information that has to be provided with it. So it's not just a matter of filling out one form we need to do income verification yeah. and things like that but if folks have trouble um, getting the application online uh, they can also call our homestead department which is 513-946-4099 all righty uh let's go to uh vincent vincent how you doing here thank you for taking my call oh hold on vincent hey vincent can you vincent can you hold on one second hold on a second i forgot we got to go to news and then we'll come back on the other side Twelve thirty. the buzz Twelve thirty, WDBZ, the Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station, Lincoln. We're with you, and we've got Bridget Kelly in the studio, the Hamilton County Auditor. And let's go to Vincent. Vincent, you had a question. Yes, I wanted to ask uh, Bridget Kelly on the taxes for the land. How how much does that affect your taxes, and what's the average price of taxes here in Hamilton County that most people are paying besides High Park? Mount Lookout in Oakley areas, in other areas. What's the average? And the, does the does the land affect more than what the house? Because most people are coming in here buying buying a property. They don't want the house. They're tearing the houses down and putting up multi-million-dollar barns, as I call them. Okay, so I'm going to try to answer that in the order that you asked them. So thanks for the question. Um, So there is land value that is assigned to each parcel of property, but it can also vary if it's only land or if it's land with a structure on it or land with a house on it. It's funny, Lincoln and I were just talking about how, you know, we get questions about things and... Mm. It's, it's easier to answer people's questions when they have a specific parcel of property because we want to make sure to give you the most accurate information as possible. So I would say sort of as a blanket, the taxes for land can vary uh, depending on location and depending on whether and what kind of structure is on them. Uh, in terms of average taxes in Hamilton County, I think that would be a great question for my colleague, the treasurer, Jill Schiller, because uh, we work more in values than in taxes. Um, and in terms of people demoing homes and things like that, uh, the land value can vary, just like the value of the home can vary. Um, so from parcel to parcel, um, it can just depend. But again, our website is really um, a great source of information at hamiltoncounty.org. You can uh, search by parcel. We've got lots of great downloads on there. Um, And if there are things that people are looking for on our website that they can't find or things that you think should be on there, uh, there's a link on there to give us an email. So please let us know. 
So you're saying there is a spot on there where it tells tells you what the partial of a of a land spot in Hamilton County is valued versus what the house is. Yeah, if you look on the excuse me, yes, that's correct. If you look on your uh, if you look up the parcel of property, you'll be able to see all the details on there. All right. And that is that is that up to date current. That is so. That is actually this. I'm really glad you asked this question. So the county auditor's office, we work a year in arrears. So what's on there is current as of 2022. On January 1st, it will be all the information that is tax year 2023, which is right now. So that's why you'll have your final value on there, the updated taxes payable in 2024. And so you might also see on there, you know, owner occupied credits or homestead or things like that. That, that may have changed in 2023, but the information on there is 2022 payable 2023. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks for your call. Uh, and you said your husband was in the Marines? Yes, when, sir. Did he serve uh, uh, Afghanistan or anywhere? Uh, no, he um, was actually a communications uh, okay. specialist okay. Uh, and served some places in uh, Europe okay. mostly. All right. Well, tell him I said simplify. I All will. Right. Okay. Uh, Charles, how are you? How you doing, Lincoln? I don't know if she can answer this or not, but it's a lot of field stations that have been held up by the county auditor, and so the construction has, has been held when it came to the part of the building, the tanks in the in the ground. One is on Mitchell and Vine, the other one's on Paddock and Tennessee. Now the owners want to sell, but everybody's taking a back seat. We don't know what's going on with it. Is it something you can explain that's holding these things up for a year and a half? They haven't been moved no further than where they are now. Uh, thank you for the question. That is not something that I can answer right now, but I will be happy to look into that. So when we do weights and measures, we test on the fuel pumps that are already there. Um, so if you have a fuel station, turn your radio down, please. Okay. Go. Okay. Got to keep that radio down. Oh, I got it. We got to move on. Jeez, Charles. Mike, how are you? How you doing, Lincoln? Okay. You What's up, Mike? Hey, Mikey boy. I, I have a question about the evaluation process, or actually evaluations in Hamilton County. Why is there, and actually I have two questions, why is there such a wide range between, let's say, Evendale and Springfield Township or Forest Park? I, I, let me give you an example. Let's say a $400,000 house in Evendale would probably be, and I'm just off the top of my head, might be $6,500 a year. Where in Forest Park or Springfield Township, you might be looking at over $10,000. Okay, so your question is about, just so I'm, I'm just want to make sure I answer your question. Your question is about the taxes on a similarly valued house in different neighborhoods. In different neighborhoods. Yeah. So, um, so okay, a couple things I would say. One, so we establish the values of the homes, not not the tax rates. And property tax values can vary from community to community, uh, depending on what the voters there have said is important to them. So, you know, they have to fund public schools, but different communities decide to make investments in different kinds of things. And so that's where we 
see the differences between taxes because, you know, there might be a levy in one community for a rec center, but not another one. There might be a, you know, large uh, industrial or commercial base in one neighborhood, but not the other one. And so that's why on a similarly valued house, there can be differences in what the taxation is from community to community. Well, I could, I could see, you know, a couple of thousand dollars maybe, but it shouldn't be four, five, six thousand dollars <laughs> different. I mean, there's such a wide range. It's, it's unbelievable. Springfield Township has probably got the highest taxes in Hamilton County. Really? It's ridiculous. And Forest Park probably comes right after them. So, and then the other question I have is, you know, I, I go to Kentucky all the time. I look at their evaluations on their properties. On a four, five hundred thousand dollar house, you're looking at maybe $6,500 a year. I, their amenities are just as nice as anything in Hamilton County. So I don't understand why we are getting beat to death in Hamilton County for taxes. It's just ridiculous. That you, you guys, not you guys, but Hamilton County, whoever's doing this, the treasurer or whatever, they're running folks out of Hamilton County. That's what they're doing. And it's going to get to the point to where unless you have super big money, you're not going to be able to live in Hamilton County. Because of the taxes. So I know Kentucky, I'm not as familiar with Kentucky's um, revaluation process and their tax structure. So we'll start there. Uh, the treasurer is not the one who implements taxes. She just bills and collects them. I mean, the majority of property taxes are determined by voters, whether it's a countywide levy or just in a community. So usually it's citizens making decisions about where to spend money. I mean, obviously we have to fund public schools, although that's been found unconstitutional for 30 years, but maybe in the next 30 years we'll (laughs) fix that. And, you know, the the state legislature isn't providing as much relief to counties through the local government fund as it once did. And so communities are left with few options but to rely on levies for the services and amenities that people want, whether it's good schools, good parks, public safety, keep the lights on, the streets Well, it's like the zoo levy. The commissioners chose not to let them have an, you know, let the citizens decide on an increase and just a renewal, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's one way taxes would have gone up if they had to put it on and they passed. Your taxes would have been higher. That, that's true. And, you know, ultimately when people go to the ballot box in November or May or whenever, then it's, you know, the citizens that are making decisions about the investments that they yeah. want to see in their community. And that's reflected in your property tax bill. All right. I would love to see the I team do an investigation. <laughs> And compare Hamilton County to Northern Kentucky. Yeah. It, that, that something is going on, but you and said, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's true. You said Springfield Township taxes are the highest in the county. I don't know yes, if I can are. believe it. Yes, they are higher you than know, Indian Hill. In fact, higher than Indian asked, Hill. What, Wait, hold on, Mike. Higher than Indian Hill? Are you kidding me? Somewhat, if you comparably speak. Now, quite naturally, I don't think. Springfield Township has million-dollar homes like Indian Hill. But if you look comparably to the the numbers, I'm telling you they are the highest tax base in, in, in Hamilton County. It's ridiculous. I know folks in Springfield Township paying $14,000 a year in taxes. Mm, I don't know. We'll have to, I'll have to do some homework after yeah. this. It's ridiculous. I even asked, uh, what's the lady that's part of the, uh, she's the chair of the Democratic Party? Uh, Gwen McFarland. When she was uh, 
a commissioner or whatever for Springfield Township, I asked her the same thing, and she gave me a vanilla answer. Nobody <laughs> has an answer for this stuff. I don't understand where this money is going. Well, Bridget oh, Kelly you know will what? look it up when she goes back. And actually, if you check out our website at HamiltonCountyAuditor.org, look up your parcel and click on tax distributions, you can see as of right now where all those yes. tax dollars go. I, so I do that constantly. I, you know, I, I, I know your website in and out. I and love I'm that. telling you, I'm on there constantly looking at different properties, and I'm telling you there's a huge difference, <laughs> let's say, between Forest Park, Springfield Township, and say Evendale, or even Springdale. Yep, and again, those are decisions that communities make largely when they decide whether to pass levies. Not that big or wide a difference. (laughs) Mike, thanks for your call. All right, appreciate it. All right, uh, Jill. uh, I'm Jill Jill Killer. (laughs) We're talking about Jill. I mean, uh, Bridget, thank you for joining me this morning. I really appreciate you coming over. Thanks so much for having me. I saw that report, you know, and I said, let me, you know, see what's going on here. And I got a text message from you and... Hey, the rest is history. You're here, and uh, we'll have to have you back again sometime. I we'll ha- tell you it. what, we'll have you back at the end of the year when the final tax <laughs> assessments come out. <laughs> well, and hopefully before then. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. No no problem. No problem. Thank, you, thank you, Thank you for stopping by. We appreciate it. Let's take a break. We'll come back 1230. The Buzz. This goes out to Jamar Chase. The OJs, of course, they'll be up in uh, the Rose Center Friday. See, listen to this. Yeah. He should have sang this song to her. Hit and run. Son of a gun. That's good. The OJ's one night affair. Huh? So what? I said, and then y'all wonder where our music came from. <laughs> what do you mean? He just, <laughs> this is the same exact stuff that's getting played on the radio. Oh, Tuesday. no, it's not. No, it's not. I mean, you yes, know. Yes, it is. The OJs was feeling it that when they did that. What, Ours <laughs> might have a little bit more bleeping to put in there, but they <laughs> yeah. saying the same exact thing. <laughs> you know, I don't want to make you my wife. I don't want to spend. With, well, I don't want to be with I you can, the rest I can of my give life. You like three songs over at the Wiz. That's that's that same message, right? All there. I want is a one night affair. Yes, I want to hit and run like a son of a gun. Oh yeah, Jamar Chase. You should have listened to that song and played it for that girl, because now she's just a big headache. Won't get out of your life. Yeah, she looks like a gold digger. I saw her. I'm telling you, she looks like. A gold digger. And I, yes, was it yesterday I said if I were a betting man, I would bet Joe Nix, Joe Mixon would be found not guilty. And yes, he's been found not guilty of aggravated menacing. Joe Mixon, not guilty. There you go. Now he can get back on the practice field. He's missed like three, three days of practice. This will be the fourth day. He may get out there in time to practice today. So uh, there you have it. 
Joe Mixon found not when they when when she couldn't describe the gun, whether it was black, white, silver, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. She was shaking. She was so nervous. She gave him the finger and called him names. And like Sister V said, now will we finally know who she is? Apparently not. I don't know. We don't know who the accuser was in all this. When you take somebody to court, then we should know who you are. Unless it's a rape case or something. I can understand that. But this was road rage. And she remains unknown. It's crazy. Crazy. But I'm glad he was found not guilty. And now he can go back and we can work on the Super Bowl. Yes. Work on getting to the Super Bowl once again. All right. 749-1230-513 is the area code. A couple other things. Um, the blindside movie controversy. Who profited from Michael? How do you pronounce his name? O'Hare? 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 No, no, no. I thought it was O'Hare. You was right. Yeah. I don't know who I was thinking about, but it's Or. Yeah. Or. Okay. Uh, Anyway. Yeah. That's a crazy story. But I'm thinking this dude, you know, we didn't hear anything about this when he was making his. In NFL money, he was cool. Now he's been out of football. I think the money's gone, and now he's trying to get more well, money. Think about it though. If you if you are under the if you are under the understanding that number one, this family supposedly adopted me, and then I find out at thirty seven years old, these people never even adopted me. Well, <laughs> I'm under the impression that these people not only adopted me, but I also know at 37, after all my money dried up, they still making money off my name, off my likeness. That's a problem still. They're saying the deal gave uh, them and their two biological children $225,000 each and 2.5% of the film's net proceeds. And see, that's what I have a problem with. They say they gave him the same split as their kids. That's what they say. But I don't know that for sure. Everybody in the family got an equal share of the um, book. We didn't make many uh, any money off the movie. Uh, gave a vast share of the yeah, fourteen thousand dollars each, including Michael. They saying from the book, and what else here? And people are even. <laughs> talking about taking Sandra Bullock's Oscar back. Now, she had nothing to do with this. She had nothing. All she was doing was playing a part in a movie. You can't take her Oscar back just because of all this stuff. People are crazy. I'm telling you. People have lost their minds. Take her Oscar back.
She was acting, playing a role. She has nothing to do with what that family was doing. Uh, Anybody heard of this um, fast fashion? Sort of like a, not the shin pop-up. Shin pop-up? Sheen pop-up. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, The Sheen pop-up. People are protesting. They were supposed to open up at Kenwood Town Center. And they're supposed to have some nice stuff real cheap. Is what I'm hearing. Good stuff that's real cheap. And apparently, the way why it's so cheap is because they have accusations of human rights violation, forced labor, and RICO charges. About six to eight protesters held up signs saying, low prices, lower morals. They have up to 6,000 new products each day at extremely low prices. Yeah, and many environmental activists are concerned they'll end up in landfills. So they don't last long, I guess. Our main message, think before you shop. (laughs) So uh, I've heard some talk about that store, that little pop-up, and apparently it's very popular. Everybody knows about it. They have nice stuff. It looks good, but it's cheap. And they use cheap labor to get it done. Eliah, hallelujah. Yeah, what's up? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. But that was, that was such a transition. Uh, that almost caught me unaware. I thought you might have been talking on Facebook. No, I was talking good. to you. I'm talking to you. And Yahweh. Okay, well, you you at least talking to me. Okay, you got <laughs> you got to get a few things straight to talk to Yah. You got to <laughs> find that believability and and credibility in what oh, he's boy. saying. Then you, you all will be straight. But oh, boy. you do have a nice handle uh, to, to uh, mention. First of all, uh, it, it took years of uh, and not that I was looking for it, but one day it came to me when you said Lincoln Ware, the man of power. I said, wow, you know, uh, by knowing how to connect things rightly, um, that's really like saying you're a servant of the power. You know, and the power is, uh, in Hebrew, is Elohim. You know, and, and the uh, people that don't know call it God. But Lincoln, um, yesterday, uh, White Lion uh, said that somebody called in saying something about lepers and all. Did I do something wrong by telling the truth about what the Creator said? Uh, but, you know, but, as a matter of fact, I saw your your guys out at the uh, big book bag and shoe giveaway. They had some Hebrew Israelites out there passing out flyers. Do you? Uh, about, I never did get what? one of the flyers. I don't know what the hell it was saying, but do you have any idea what what they were passing out? Well, there are different sections of Hebrew Israelites uh, in the community that's rising up. So, yeah. you know, some are young and immature. Some uh, some call upon Christ as a part of their salvation situation, which is still 
totally backwards because the main aim of what um, being uh, in your culture as a Hebrew Israelite is supposed to be about what Elisha showed, and that is Moray Elisha, and that is there's nobody to be depended on or served but Yahweh. He's the only creator. That's the truth of the matter. Now, did you call to talk about anything that I've talked about this morning? Yeah, I did. What? Uh, but, you know, uh, your, show, your show being exciting and all like it is, uh, you can be thrown off. I wanted to, uh, to mention uh, otherwise, um, Lincoln, because of somebody is pressing at my door, can I call you back? Uh, oh, my God. Call me back tomorrow. I don't have time for you to call back today. I got, I'm, I got a busy schedule. Call I'll me try, back. and if I can fit, fit me in, okay? Uh, okay, whatever. Jeez. Uh, let's move along. 749-1230-513 is the area code. Uh, is Sheila there, or are you just talking to Sheila? Oh, okay. Uh, let's go to Twin. Twin? What's up, huh? You had me on hold, man, yesterday, man. <laughs> Skills. I didn't get over to your you. nephew. I can't believe oh, it. Hurt my feelings. Hey, Lincoln, man. Yes. You're sad, man. Say the three-year-old went to the uh, school with the, book with the bag bang with on the, him, huh? Yeah, 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 in the book bag. When is this stuff going to stop? I mean, I, Man, you I just trapping don't understand. All night, Lincoln. You out there trapping all night and, you know, you grab the wrong book. Uh, forgot that was your little shorty book uh, uh, backpack or whatever, and you want to put your pole in there. Got calls lacking and everything, and this what you get and everything. It's sad, man, how, how they, they keep on coming up with these kids leaving the book bags and everything, the pole in the Book okay, hold on. I gotta, I gotta get hip to all this new lingo. So a pole is your gun. Yeah, man. Okay. Oh, oh, I forgot. I, I forgot who I'm talking to. You ain't, you well, ain't on the new new. And well, see, I when forget. I was in, when I was in the Marine Corps, uh, we used to have our rifles, and they say this, this is my rifle. And this is my gun. This and is for that, that yeah, and then stuff. and then they point to your. Your yeah, pole know, and say this yeah. is for fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, there you go. Watching too much full metal jack. <laughs> no, that's what we did in the Marine Corps. That's I what know we what said. Did, man. I got a lot of people been in that crazy war. Hey, Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's sad, man, how it is. Because I seen yesterday, the other day, old girl got sentenced, right? For the six year old that uh, shot that woman. I think they gave yeah, her six yeah. months. Yeah, she went to jail. Yes. Yeah, I family said that yesterday. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to preach about it, Link, because it was your show, Jerry Springer, and everything else. Link, I don't fear nobody, man. That's why I fear people. This radio is about entertainment and laughter, right? You no, it's, about, it's about information, just like and, uh, the information right. you got just a few minutes ago from the auditor. That's what right, it's you about. Got, right. You got information on church. You got information on the building farm, what's going on in the city, and everything else. But people get offended, man. When you, like I said, when you pull a whole card or whatever situation may be, pulling your whole card is it's a bluff. That's all it is, man. It's just, man, he got out on you, man. What you go do, type? So, black line, listen here, man. I mean, white line, listen here, man. If I offend you, oh, well, but it's the way you carry yourself on this radio stage. And you got out your body. Every time it's an issue with black people, you want to jump. But soon we clown you, white people, it's a problem. No, it is what it is, man. Y'all been screwing up us for 400 years or whatever plus. And then we can, when we get our lick back, it's over. 
That's when you, uh, we want to bring out the chairs on y'all because y'all do dumb stuff like <laughs> that. Want to cry and everything. Get out your feelings, chair. man. This ain't nothing but entertainment. It is what it is, man. About y'all white folks, y'all low down, dirty. Y'all didn't even get the carrot, courage right now to Trump step in or whatever. Now y'all want to do this and all that, and you Karens out there, Marcus. Every time you say Chicago, just put my name on it, man. You ain't got to hide behind the bush, man. You ain't got to <laughs> do all that. We grown down here, man. You ain't got to do all that. Just say twin. Chicago ain't got nothing to do with what's going around, uh, going, uh, going along around the world, man. It is what it is. If Chicago do this, uh, of course somebody go bite off of it. Cincinnati go bite off. Chicago going to the mall, still a Louis Vuitton and everything. Else. Of oh, course man. Cincinnati, oh, they doing that in the shot and all type of stuff. Of course it's going to come down here. But I don't be on that little goofy stuff and everything, Mark. And then you lie, man. And then if, if you go say something about a program, it's called Protect Us Kids, not Protect Our Kids. It's Protect Us Kids. That's been out since, what, 2013, 17? And it's about pedophiles probably like you that look up kids and everything and want to touch little boys. That's what it's about. And so, so quit lying and everything, getting on the radio station. And, yeah, I'm pulling your whole card on this. And I said to your face and stand on it because you get on the radio and look like a goofy like you look and then pump fake and stuff like you got an organization. You couldn't even, when Lincoln came in front of you on the radio about it, you couldn't even say, oh, oh you sounding like Looney Tunes, man. That's all, folks. <laughs> and you couldn't even, then you being disrespectful towards Iris Rowley and everything. What if Mr. Rowley came and checked your wife? Then what? You definitely being your fee-fees, man. Quit acting soft and go, if you want to holler at boys and stuff, go ahead. Come out the closet. Don't being a you always talk about boys, man. Get off there. Go get you a real woman. All right, that's all I got to preach about today, man. Be uh, safe. All right, twin. All right, man. Thanks for your call, man. Okay. I hope Marcus heard every word. Unbelievable. He wasn't really happy with Marcus today. That's for sure. Tell us how you really feel about Marcus, twin. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll come back. Lincoln Ware, 1230, The Buzz. Twelve thirty WDBZ, the buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, where with you till one o'clock this afternoon? And uh, let's go over find out what's cooking on a free side Thursday at the Dukester. What's cooking? Hey, good morning to you, Lincoln, and happy free side Thursday, buzz listeners. Lincoln, for those folks that didn't get a chance to take advantage of our all-you-can-eat soul food Sunday last Sunday, no problem. But this Sunday, folks, you don't want to miss it. You want to come by for our roast turkey and dressing. And after church, you can stop in and get your church discount or your senior citizen discount. Now, before I forget, we are serving our delicious buttercream pound cake and vanilla ice cream for this Sunday's dessert. Now, on the menu for today is our baby beef liver and onions with gravy, rice, mustard and turnip greens, and cornbread. Or stop in for our country fried chicken with black-eyed peas, smothered cabbage, and cornbread. Now, if you're looking for a late breakfast this morning, today you can get a 10-ounce New York strip steak, two scrambled eggs, fried potatoes, onions, toast, and a fresh cup of coffee. But my pick for today, Lincoln, is our honey barbecue chicken wings with baked beans and potato salad. Folks, when the hungry hit you, fight back and head straight for the Dukester. Have a good day, everybody. 
We'll talk at you later, Lincoln. All right. That's the Dukester right there in the Summit Plaza, in the Summit Plaza on Reading Road. All right. 749-1230. 513 is the area code. I can't believe that the um, people who sat on the grand jury, according to Georgia law, their names must be on the record. And now these crazy Trumpsters threatening them and all kind of stuff. I tell you, life is just not, you try to do your civic duty and you don't ask for all this stuff. I'm telling you, if the prosecutors down there can find uh, anybody who threatens them and they can find out who it is, they ought to lock their asses up. Lock their asses up. Hey, seniors, does your doctor regularly reach out and check on you? Can you walk into your doctor's office anytime you need to if you need to see them? Yeah. Do you have your doctor's cell phone number? Probably not. And you probably can't call them anytime, day or night. If you call your doctor at night, you get an answering service. Then they call the doctor on duty that, you know, really doesn't have your file right there. You you have to tell them what's going on. But at dedicated senior medical centers, they give you your doctor's cell phone number. You call them and you talk directly to your doctor who knows you and knows what's going on with you. And they can recommend what you need to do at that time, whether you need to go to the emergency room, whether you need to take this or do that. Come see them first thing in the morning. Yeah, everywhere. Uh, That doesn't happen everywhere, but it happens at Dedicated Senior Medical Center. Yeah. You can even get your medications there. You can get you can do telehealth visits. So why don't you join the hundreds and hundreds of others and say yes to Dedicated Senior Medical Center? You can call them right now at area code 513-572-5757. That's 513-572-5757. Appointments are available now. They're on Colerain Avenue in Mount Airy. They're on Reading Road in Roseline. And they're out at Glenway Crossing. Dedicated Senior Medical Center. Call them today. All right. 749-1230. 513 is the area code. I've got tickets to give away to the OJs. They'll be there tomorrow at the Rose Music Center. They might even sing One Night Affair. Yes, they might sing it. And I'm going to give you a chance to win those tickets right now if you call a number seven. Call a number seven at 749-1230. If you call a seven, I'm giving you the tickets. Call her number seven, 749-1230. Give you a pair of tickets to go up and see the OJs. Probably Eddie LaVert's last time, probably the last time you'll see him in this area. Yeah, this is that last farewell tour with Eddie LaVert. You're calling number one. I'm looking for number seven. You're calling number two. I'm looking for seven. You're calling number three. I'm looking for seven. You're calling number four. I'm looking for seven. You're calling five. I'm looking for seven. You call a number six. I'm looking for seven. Hey, guess what? 
Don't say it. You call a seven. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? It's Kim. Kim, congratulations. You won yourself a pair of tickets to see the OJs at the Rose Music Center tomorrow, as a matter of awesome. fact. Awesome. Yes. What part of town are you calling from? Um, Sharonville. Sharonville. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, congratulations to you. And what station just made you a winner? 1230. Okay. Hold on, Kim. <laughs> Hold on. All right. Uh, she's online too. And she's. Uh... I just need y'all to hear what this sounds like when you got a whole bunch of people calling these lines. Do you hear this? This I is hear what it. I have to deal with. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. terrible. I love it. This sounds like a nightmare. I love it. I love it. Uh, now I don't have to peck on the mic to answer the phone. I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> yes. I love it. All right, 749-1230-513 is the area code. We'll take a break, and then we'll come back. 1230, The Buzz. 1230, WDBZ. The Buzz of Cincinnati, your talk station. Lincoln, we're with you till. One o'clock this afternoon, coming up at one, it's Reverend Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton's coming your way, and he'll keep it real, keep it real. Alicia Reese is supposed to be here. She's on her way. She just sent me a text message. She's got a lot of other stuff going on. And, yeah, Alicia Reese, and the, we almost forgot about the 513 bus. Yeah, she was instrumental behind that. And so now... With the auditor's office, you may be able to do your property taxes on the 513 bus and get information on your property taxes. Hopefully, they'll work that out. So, uh, yeah, there you have it. We'll see what happens there. Ohio expands its property tax exemptions for seniors and vets, veterans who are disabled 100%. 100% disability. All right. Let's go to, looks like, uh, Mississippi James. How Good morning, you doing? Mr. Lincoln Ware. How you doing? All right. Hey, I got two things for you. When is the last day for your walking club, the last Saturday that you walk? The last Saturday in September. Oh, in September. Yeah. Okay, we'll be back. Maybe we'll get okay. a chance to come out and walk a well, day or two with you. Come on back. Come on back. All right. The next thing is about the white lion. Yes. It seems as though he got upset because <laughs> white people, I mean, black people don't think the way that he thinks. <laughs> yes. And instead of him listening at why people make their comment, he just say they was wrong. They shouldn't be that way. And they should think like him. He said he and has become is, he has become more racist since listening <laughs> to this show. Uh, just brought it out when he realized that <laughs> he actually he actually is a uh, is uh, that's white su- supremacy there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if you think like me, you'll be okay. Just <laughs> but when we have our own thoughts from our own experience, he do not want to address that nor listen to it. So now he's racist because he hear other people's opinion. <laughs> well, we'll okay, see. Okay, that's all I got for today, and I'll see you guys in a, in a couple of weeks. Hey, thanks for your call. 
Appreciate so you it. did say the last Saturday in September, last right? Last Saturday in September. Okay, then. Yes. All right, we'll be back. All right, just think of the earth, wind, and fire. Do you remember September? Yes, just think of that. All right, 749-1230. 513 is the area code. Oh, boy. I can't believe, you know, this. <laughs> There's a way out of this. <laughs> There's a way out. All right. Uh, Lincoln, we're with you till 1 o'clock. A couple other stories. Uh, Joe Mixon, in case you're just tuning in, Joe Mixon found not guilty. Yes, not guilty. Found not guilty. Found not guilty. The far right message boards are targeting the Georgia Trump indictment. Grand jurors after their names were made public. Yeah. Even QAnon is getting in on the act. The message board, uh, uh, the home of Q. The central figure of QAnon posted names of the jurors alongside their supposed addresses. Yeah. They, they, they threatened to follow these people home and photograph their faces. Other users on the message boards also issued direct threats against the jurors. One user wrote that the grand jurors' names was a hit list, to which one other user responded, based on Godspeed, Anons, you have all the, let's see, you have all the long-range rifles in the world. I just can't. They ought to arrest every one of them. They can find out who these people are. They can find out who they are. They can find out who they are easily. They should arrest them all. There's got to be some law against threatening a juror. There's a law against that. And I wish this district attorney down there would go after him. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. She should have them all locked up. Foul charges against them. So how hard is it going to be to see if something else like this comes up? It's going to be hard to to see people on the ground. They're going to make up any kind of excuse they can not to not to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's got to stop. 
some kind of way they got to stop this stuff. These people, freedom of speech, yeah, but this is, you're threatening people. You're threatening their livelihood, threatening their lives. You know, the two black uh, Board of Election workers, they came to her house. Came to her house. If she had a shot him, she'd be in jail now. She would be in jail now, probably. I was just there to congratulate her. That's all. She started shooting. Yeah, right. And uh, fellas out there, let this Jamar Chase uh, 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 be be a warning to some of you cats out there. Some of these women out there, cray cray. Yeah. An unhinged and disturbing pattern of harassment aimed at him and his mother, primarily on social media. Chase claims in court records she started threatening them after he refused to continue their relationship after a single night of romance. He also alleges she's been trying to damage his reputation brand, and corporate sponsorships through calculated and ongoing harassment. Whoo, boy. And she even uh, claimed that she got pregnant in 21 and had a baby and was holding somebody else's baby up there saying it was his, and he said, okay, take the paternity test. And she, she didn't do it. So that tells you there she was lying. Using somebody else's baby trying to scare him like it was his. That sounds like something straight out of a movie. It is. That's, um, what's the name of that, um, uh, what was the name of that crate? She put the rabbit in the pot. Oh, uh, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, what's that? Somebody on Facebook Live will throw it up there in a second, I'm sure. But it was based in San Francisco. Uh, Fatal Attraction. There we go. Who was the first one? Daryl Eakins was the first one. Thank you, Daryl. Yeah. Now they're all popping up. Fatal Attraction. Yeah, Daryl was the first one I saw. But uh, that's what that sounds like. All right, we've got news coming up on 1230. The Buzz.